when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri and welcome to the Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you so much for listening and please do keep sharing this podcast with your friends because if you like it, chances are they will too. This month, I'm talking to three incredible women in Hollywood. Melissa Silverstein, who is the co-founder of the Athena Film Festival, BAFTA award-winning director Emma Asante, and April Rain, who is the creator of the infamous Oscar So White hashtag. I cannot wait for you to hear all of the wisdom these women have to offer. To kick off, I'm joined by Melissa Silverstein. She is the founder and publisher of Women and Hollywood. She's also the artistic director and co-founder of the Athena Film Festival, which is a celebration of women and leadership at Barnard College in New York City. The next one will be taking place on February 22nd to the 25th. Melissa was selected to be the film envoy for the American Film Showcase, and she published in her voice, Women Directors Talk Directing. It's a compilation of over 40 interviews from the Women and Hollywood website. Recently, Melissa broke the news about the pay disparity between Michelle Williams and Mark Wahlberg for the All the Money in the World reshoot. In today's episode, we talk about the difficulties you may encounter trying to make a living as a filmmaker and knowing what you want out of your film career and knowing when to let it go. We also talk about the heavy burden of imposter syndrome and how Melissa chooses to deal with her fraudy feelings. Let's dive in. So can you tell me about a time that you had maybe a challenging moment in your career um, that that kind of just kind of tripped you up and maybe made you want to quit and and it just wasn't a pleasant time? Well, I think that, um, you know, there's a struggle between doing what you love and making a living at something. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to just make decisions for yourself based on, you know, what income you need and how you want to live your life. Yeah. And there are some people who want to live their lives where they want to have fancy stuff and they want a beautiful house and all that kind of stuff. And that was never kind of the path that I needed to be on. Like, I don't need, I don't need a a fancy house. Um, 
And that's cool. That's just me. Um, So I was able to, you know, operate really low to the ground and not make a lot of money at the beginning. And now I also run a film festival, uh, the Athena Film Festival, which focuses on women in leadership. And so I was able to create from women in Hollywood and parlay it into a variety of different ways to make money. Because one of the things that I didn't know at the beginning was that you can't make money blogging. (laughs) Oh, well, now we all know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I think that ship has sailed if people know that. Yeah. I mean, you get a job, you know, some people get jobs working for companies that have infrastructure and they pay you. Yeah. But I didn't want to work for anyone else. Um, and so I set out to try to figure out how to how to make money. And so I've done it in a kind of different way, not through advertising. I mean, we've never had tons and tons of readers but i think our readers are really dedicated yeah and i believe it's vital that we continue just being there being present is like half the battle yeah um and consistency and being persistent so you know i would say to anyone it's like you have to decide what you want for yourself if you're a storyteller and that is the thing that makes your heart beat every day to tell stories, then you must do it. Yeah. But if it doesn't make your heart beat and you're just doing it because you can and that someone gave you a camera and, and you know, you got to be really dedicated to be uh, a person who's a storyteller in our world. And, um, and so you just, you, and it's not for everybody. Yeah. And I always say just because now everybody can do it with their phone or a cheap camera doesn't mean everybody should do it. Someone else said that. Uh, we had an event recently uh, as a network. Because I run a podcast network. So, Ooh. Um, yes. Can we be on your podcast network? Yes, you can. I would love that. Um, so, yeah, we are whole ethos is to champion underrepresented voices. Um, and so every show we've ever produced is hosted by people from underrepresented backgrounds talking about the things we don't see ourselves represented in. Fantastic. So we've had literature, we've had theatre and the arts. Um, mine is now careers and it used to be politics. And so we've kind of, we're kind of trying to address representation the way we can. And what we found is that there wasn't a great deal of money in that. However, we managed to gain so much traction and we're like media darlings because um, diversity is the buzzword right now. So we've kind of been really lucky. But what I like in what you said is that we had an event um, not too long ago with Spotify and one of the panelists said, you know, just because people think your friend, your friends and family find you entertaining doesn't mean you are. <laughs> so true. Um, but I also like the idea that um, it's kind of conflicting advice in a lot of ways where people, if you really love it, you can, the more hours you dedicate to something, the better you can get at it. And yeah, if it's I, really what you want to do, you can do that. I agree with that in a lot of ways, but you have to also decide what success is for yourself. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we all need, you know, like, you can be a successful filmmaker and no one will see your movies. But for you, if that's what your your success is, yeah. being able to just make something and show it to your friends and family, that's fine. But if your definition of success is being in X film festival or selling your movie that, that way and you don't achieve that, it's like kind of like, okay, what do I do? And I, I understand that's the pl- that's the hard spot that yeah. people get into, which is like, okay, I might have I've gotten to a certain level, but I can't make a career out of it. And where I used to think like people could make careers out of filmmaking and now it doesn't seem like it's always viable. Yeah. So it's like when do I stop? I've put so much into this, or do I stop? Or do I just keep going? And the problem with women is 
because you don't get the same opportunities and it's worse for women of color, you don't even know if you're good. Yeah. Because you can't even break in the door. So all you do is spend your time trying to figure out how to get the opportunity. And then when you get the opportunity, you're like, uh... You know, it's like, yeah. it's it's so hard. Uh, or maybe you don't get the opportunity and you don't know whether it's, am I not good? Yeah. Or am I ha- dealing with institutional bias? Yeah. And something that I've been personally dealing with and I imagine also happens in that scenario is imposter syndrome. I have been dealing with that a lot. Yeah. Mostly because I've been heaped with more praise than I'm used to more recently. Um, that's such a girl thing yeah and I'm just like I don't think I'm as smart as you people are saying I am and I'm not as successful as you think I am and it's very crippling and I can imagine being a woman of colour who is trying to break into the film industry and one you don't know you have no kind of like you said there's no one to compare it to there's no one like you probably in the industry or like who's kind of done it before and accessing that information is really tough and then that kind of those fraudy feelings and thoughts come and attack you in the nighttime and in the daytime and as you're watching your stuff so like how do have you experienced that and how did you overcome that all day and every day I mean what I I I feel like I overcome it all day every day too so I feel like now it's my obligation and my responsibility not to say that publicly so I'll say it to a friend because I mean I started this on a dollar or less than a dollar and I just did it. Yeah. And I work in my house. And because I also want to be like real to people, right? Not yeah. like you know, people follow me on Twitter but like I'm a fucking regular person. Yeah. I get up, I walk my dog, I pick up his shit, put it, <laughs> you know, it's I'm regular yeah. and I want to be that. Yeah. Um, I work at, uh, well, you know, work at my house, but I also feel that now I read this place where people kind of, you know, follow you on Twitter and you say something and then all of a sudden I like have like 20 people retweeting it and I'm like, oh shit, that's different. So I've now I, I, I'll say it to my friends, like at some days where I'm just like, do you believe this? And, but I'm not going to say it. I don't say it out loud anymore because I believe it's my responsibility to just, um, amplify positivity on that in that respect so what would you recommend listeners who might be experiencing that do for themselves I think you have to own it I mean you don't want it to be debilitating but you know we all have these feelings which is and this is so much for women this is Mm -hmm. not for men because um, men wake up in the morning and believe they could be the prime minister because that's what men are told from you know day five when they are the girls are given the barbies and they're given you know king's keys to the kingdom yes <laughs> so i mean you know we're, we're socialized to be less than and so that's what feminism is which is you know equal men and women equal so what i think we need to do is fight against all these things that are uh created in the patriarchy to hold women back and so um, the the things that come up in everyday relationships and schooling and work are the things that um, debilitate us. Yeah. And so you're going through your day, you don't realize, you know, intellectually, I'm being stymied by the patriarchy, you know? <laughs> so I think we just need to own it. We need to talk to our tribe, our people, our friends, our really close people who know us. And then you need to, you know, shake it off, put on your... Wonder Woman Baston. 
get Rebecca. Just get out there and do it. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. How badass is Melissa? To find out more about Melissa, you can follow her on Twitter at Mel Sill. That's M-E-L-S-I-L. You 100% need to visit the womenandhollywood.com website to find more women who are creating, advocating and championing women in the film industry. If you are liking how this podcast sounds and think you can do what I do but better, then you should reach out to the Shoutout Network. Visit shoutoutnetwork.co.uk to find out more about membership. Let me know what you have learned by leaving a review on iTunes. You can do it via your Mac computer or via the iTunes podcast app on your iPhones. If you don't have an iPhone, you can still leave a review for the Wannabe Podcast on facebook.com forward slash wannabe podcast. Follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at wannabe podcast. And you can get extended show notes listing all the tools and resources that we may have mentioned in this episode by visiting wannabepodcast.com on Wednesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.